from grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Katie. And this is the best beer show on the internet. And then usually Brian tries to come up with something and has been failing for two yeah, years. But so. he, he isn't here today. He so. is not here today. Uh, yeah. Um, so it's just me and Katie in the studio today, uh, which should be fun. Yeah. We'll see. What, we'll see how this goes. Right. See if it's a little different energy or mm-hmm. if it's the same. I'm trying to download um, an old beer recipe on my this iPad and it's it's just not putzing working. along. So we'll, like, we'll see. If <laughs> we'll see, we'll see if, if that gets there. Um, all right. Before we get too deep here, uh, I should probably get the ad stuff out of the way. The American Homebrewers Association does a lot to support homebrewers uh, and homebrewing, and now they support us during the AHA. We'll give you discounts at homebrew shops and select tap rooms, as well as give you access to the fantastic Zymergy magazine. Click on the referral link above our homepage and join today. Also, I'm going to give a shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Devin Stinson, and Tyler Romanski. Uh, if you'd like to be as awesome as them, head on over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. And if you head over to blindnewstudios.com, click on the Amazon link above our homepage before you do any Amazon shopping, we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon and it really helps us out. Katie, what have you been up to beer-related lately? Oh, um... I'm just brewing more, uh, in Wisconsin. That's, that actually is the, <laughs> absolutely the truth. I'm trying to find something more interesting. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we, we, the, the Lemon Breaker, our, our summer shandy is, is a big hit. So we have been just kicking that out, sending it out to distributors. Um, awesome. We are going to be in the works, though. We have our triple IPA Ooh. coming up this week that we're going to be brewing. So that's, that's future tense, but... And then we're also, uh, I think we have the ingredients to make our Oktoberfest. So that's pretty exciting stuff. Uh, you guys were, uh, at least Brian and Justin seem to be celebrating something on Thursday. I don't know if you were part of that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, they're, they're, it, the the new distributor. Oh, yeah. Distributor yeah. We have, right? we, we've signed on to, I don't even know how many uh, distributors. Um, so... It's just it's just wild there. It's great. Um, it's it's a totally different. You know, I used to work at uh, another brewery that was very small, and they keep it a lot of things in house, and it's um, micro nano all the things. And this is just a different, a whole different playing field. And it's it's good. It's um, both breweries are great, but it's just a different level of of fun. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Um, let's see. Uh, I've been spending a lot of time at the new, I guess, brewery slash tap room uh, that's just down the street, the mm-hmm. garage. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have, uh, I mean, at six blocks from my house, they have a ton of local beers on tap. It's really cool. Um, I think it's like four pitchfork, four hop and barrel, um, a feel oily font, um, some earth rider. Like, it's awesome. And then one of their own beers, uh, mm-hmm. their, their Kolsch. Uh, their brewing system. Uh, is really unique as far as like a commercial brewing system goes. I don't have you heard about it or seen I've it? I've heard about it. I haven't been in there. I, 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 we should actually pick a pick a day after after a show. Yeah, I mean, we'll have time today if you want to swing yeah, by and yeah. grab a beer. I've today. heard it's it's very unique and just it like is. kind of mind mind blowing a little it's, bit. Yeah, it's uh, so it's a brewery tap room slash bike shop, mm-hmm. and so like half the space is devoted to a bike shop, the other half is devoted to this bar, um, and. One of my favorite features is the bar has um, wireless charging stations built into it, 
and they like, like they're just like little hockey pucks like on the bar and I was so confused as to what they were until I saw somebody put their phone on and start charging and Brian was fascinated with it last <laughs> week oh maybe do they dive do they do they download documents you're trying to download to um uh I don't, contribute to I a don't podcast think so. because I don't, that would that, that would be super helpful <laughs> um uh, but yeah, so their brewing system, um, I was talking with, uh, with the brewer there uh, on Friday night and hopefully we'll get him on the, on the show to talk a little, a little bit more about it in depth, but it's a very large, um, uh, brew in a bag system yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also ferment in place. So mm-hmm. they, they mash, boil and ferment all in the same vessel. Yes. And, and what's the size again? I can't uh, remember. One barrel. It's so, one barrel. So, so they have, they have two one barrel like things and my biggest like confusion with it is well now your boil kettle is locked up for three weeks yeah so the expandability i'm curious to see what their plan is there yeah we'll see i i haven't seen it i I think i need to look at it to get my brain wrapped around a little bit yeah, but it's sure. very cool. Uh, but yeah, as uh, the garage we'll bikes and brews. I'd like and to try their Kolsch. I've heard it's. I've heard the good yeah. things about all their beer. Or their uh, yeah, yeah. We'll go after the show. Here. Yeah, let's do it. Hurry up! I'm kidding. Oh, okay, let's go faster. Uh, no, we will take <laughs> no. our time and. Well, you guys will get your proper all show. The questions. And, then we'll, and yeah, just. Deal oh, hey! I got the new IPA. You book did. Today. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, uh, it looks like you're through the forward. I got through the forward <laughs> in the introduction, and actually, I, uh, I is first it Hieronymus that does the forward? He does, and I okay. that was I, I actually. During the forward, I decided that I needed to buy a uh, organic chemistry textbook and maybe a biochemistry. I took both classes, um, you know, throughout college. And the, my first thought was, if I had known how much brewing beer applied to that, I would have been way more way involved. more interested. And but it's you know, it just it felt like such a foreign language to me at the time. But um, so yeah, I think I'm going to go buy myself like a college level <laughs> organic chemistry books just so I can look at some of these i'm kind of old school when it comes you know i could use google right but right i'm gonna you know look at a, a, a table of contents in a in a um, and a textbook and kind of get more yeah, background and look at pictures and all the things so but i was writing things on pieces of paper about you know what we could do to um apply some some things that hop like one of the things they talked about is adding magnesium to the whirlpool to accentuate different flavors mm-hmm. and hops uh fruitiness particularly and I, I was writing these down so I could talk to Ethan my co-brewer about it and I just was like you know I'm just going to start underlining things in this book so I got to <laughs> and, about and page, hand it to Ethan and be like Ethan yeah, read here. this I got to about page 27 before my mind was just too just already getting too full this is a great I mean it's anybody yeah. that is interested in really in-depth hop chemistry and how to utilize you know hops in your brewing well, whether it's even, home brewing or professionally even our shallow conversations that we've had on the show, mm-hmm. and I like, I mean, they're they're slightly in depth, but they're shallow compared to like what you can get into with this book. Have left you guys speechless, yeah. Like just wheels turning yeah. on how do we apply this? <laughs> yeah, so. I, I, I'm very excited to get get into it. Uh, what what? Well, we can talk about it after the show. What chapter I'm supposed to be reading? Because I'm just going to start four. from the beginning. Okay, yeah. I'll try to get to that by the next time we meet. Yeah, uh, that's okay. Like we, should, yeah, <clears throat> a chapter a week is kind of where we're trying to get. Some of them we might break into two, but yeah, that's a completely different conversation. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, today's um, episode uh, is kind of centered around um, a listener question that we got. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about recipe creation, uh, but specifically kind of focusing on the adjunct side. Um, so our listener Brandon uh, sent in 
a, an email that said, I recently went out and invested in a grandfather system and can't say enough about it. Super easy and stress-free. It has me brewing more than ever before. However, up to this point, I've only used recipes found on the grandfather social site and would like to start designing my own recipes. So I had to look into that. Apparently, like, there's like a, like a, just like a big database that people can like add recipes to for grandfather, okay. which is kind of cool. Uh, kind of like a brew toad type deal. Sure. Um, so one thing holding me back has been the uncertainty of adding adjuncts, specifically when and how much. For example, I've been working on a pumpkin ale for fall, but cannot get past uh, how much uh, pumpkin and spice and at what point. Boil, flame out, fermenter. I'm brewing a five gallon or five gallon batches. I would love to be able to make something that's 100% my creation. Is there a rule of thumb here with percents? So um, I think a pumpkin ale is a really good uh, example for this. Yeah, for um, sure. Very, very common, and they're done a ton of different ways, like canned pumpkin, fresh pumpkin, mm-hmm. um, baked pumpkin, like all, all kinds yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, some and, don't even I mean, use the, pumpkin. The pumpkin is, yeah, some don't use pumpkin. They just use the spices. Uh, and it also the base beer that you're using could be anything. Um, mm-hmm. Could be an amber ale. It could be a brown ale. I I always did my pumpkin beer as a porter. Oh um, really? Yeah, it was just you know that darkness and um, it it seemed to work. I don't know why I picked porter, but I did. Um, you know, and 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 you know whether you want to add roast your own pumpkins or not, and all the things that there's. Um, in my opinion, I think that a pumpkin ale should have. Whether, whatever the base is, it should have some sort of pumpkin in it. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to give it any any real flavor, that, yeah. that pumpkin spice flavor that you look for. So it, it should have both pumpkin, whether it's pureed form or, you know, you're you're doing it from a fresh fruit, uh, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and some spices, too. Oh, definitely yeah. some spices. Yeah. Um, all right. So I guess let's, let's back up here. So building your own recipe... A pumpkin ale, like having that idea, like what Katie said, you need to kind of decide on your first or fir- first decide on like what you want your base style to mm-hmm. be um, and then kind of go from there. Um, so when you're when you're building a recipe, like figure out your base style, like figure out what you want your base malts to be based off of that and then your specialty malts. And then you can start figuring out where to add the pumpkin in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so different places to add pumpkin itself. I know uh, for pitchforks. Uh, pumpkin ale that they do. Uh, Mike uh, bakes his own, or roasts his own pumpkin, and then puts it in the mash mm-hmm. um, to get those sugars out of it. Yep. And I, when I was doing uh, porters at my previous brewery, I bought pumpkin puree canned, okay. the Libby's brand or whatever, yep. and I also put it in the mash. Okay. Um, I used seven and a half pounds per barrel. I, I don't know what that would equate to. I guess if you just divide that by just like a couple, a couple of pie cans. Yeah. Like I mean, and you yeah. can like, and yeah, I don't know if there's a good. There's not really a good like mash conversion for pumpkin out there. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So add add enough, but don't add too. Like I don't know. Like I would. If you have like two of like the the pumpkin pie like purees or whatever, ounce, sixteen ounce, whatever. Yeah, twelve or sixteen ounce cans. Yeah. Put those in. Yeah, and and if you add if you do add too much puree, especially your mash will stick. Yeah. Oh, use rice hulls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That oh, is. Yeah. <laughs> so I have. I, I was. I was brewing. Um. I'm looking at my recipe. I was brewing one barrel batches at the time, and I would normally get away with about a pound of rice hulls in an average batch. And in this particular recipe, 
at seven and a half pounds of pumpkin puree, I was using three pounds of, of rice. Oh, wow. And I think it was probably still sticking to at that point. It was a frustrating beer to make. But um, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Add your add your pumpkin to the top of the mash. OK. Um, yeah. <laughs> add a buttload of rice. Rice hulls are cheap. Mm-hmm. Put them in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then do we should we you want to go go on to I don't know enough about like roasting pumpkins. And so uh, yeah, so what I did uh, when I did it is I followed. Uh, I just uh, I just I went to I went to Mike at Pitchfork and I was like, how do you do this? And he's like, well, I put my oven at four hundred degrees or mm-hmm. four fifty or something, and then just watch it until you can like. Um, like basically like poke it with a fork sure. super cleanly. Yep. Like if you're making like potatoes, mm-hmm. yep. uh, kind of go the same thing. Like and once it's soft enough, scrape out all that fruit like technically yep. is what it is from the skin and yep. throw it. Or throw I it mean, right you in. could probably throw it skin in too. I don't think they would hurt anything. Probably not. It actually probably would help with. Yeah. With the mash. So yeah. So don't even worry about like, uh, so basically cut your pumpkin, uh, you know, gut it and then chop it into like two inch cubes, mm-hmm. uh, roast it. And then dump it in the mash. Nice. I wouldn't even worried about. I wouldn't. Yeah, because it's not gonna affect anything. I wouldn't think. No, you could also add some of your spices to that. Because uh, I I did one year. I accidentally bought when I was doing pumpkin puree. I accident I accidentally bought spiced, and it, it, I was like, you know, it's like crap. But here I am on brew day, so we're just right. Gonna use so we're, this. we're gonna see what happens. And it, it actually had a really good effect. So I'm always worried about adding spices. Um, too early on hot side or like in the mash or like mm-hmm. just getting those in there i'm worried about them burning yeah yeah that's a good point and, and you would probably want to be really careful about what you were adding and how much okay yeah Something that can- i i mean we we could talk about this spices all day long after we get through pumpkins but or the pumpkin part but um yeah um yeah. so i guess uh we're talking adjuncts um in in the mash we want to stay under a certain percentage usually, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you've pushed that with yeah. your with uh, white stout. Your white did. stout. Yeah. yeah, I've been able to push on a professional level anyway. Forty uh, percent flaked adjunct. So wheat, wheat. It was a mixture of wheat, oats, barley, and it poured um, like syrup. It pours. Yeah, it does. It pours <laughs> like a simple syrup. It really does. It's thick. Um, and I, if you know, you add enough rice hulls, I. I don't have any recollection of having any problems with the mash, but um, I don't know what that would look like on a homebrewer level with, you know, whatever. So when we're talking in general, like rule of thumb with your with your adjuncts, you really don't want to like, I would say like 20, 25 percent. 10 or 20 is the what, you know, what unless you're doing a like wheat beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, most most brewing websites would say 10 to 20 percent is kind of what you want to max out on. But. It works if you yep. do 40 because I've done it a few times. Yeah. So for, for your first recipe, I would say stick to that, that 10, 15, yeah. 20 range. Mm-hmm. Don't go too much over that. Yeah. Or, yeah, you're going to run into stuck mash issues if you didn't add enough rice hulls. You're going to, like, uh, and you don't really know um, kind of what the flavors are um, with with your thing. I always like to... If, if you have the ability, brew brew it a few times and like, so go light on the adjunct first and then, because you can always, when you brew it again, just add more yeah. and then kind of build up to where you want it. Yep. And I also think it's a good idea with adjuncts to mix them up. You know, if you're, if you're doing a pumpkin ale and you want it to be a little bit thicker, heavier body, don't just use oats or, or wheat or whatever. Mix, mix it up. Maybe do a 30% mixture of oats, wheat, and barley. 
or use torrefied wheat or, you know, some other things. I think that that adds some complexity to beer that, um, it just, it just really works really well rather than just doing kind of a one, one dimensional. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, should we talk about spices? Cause let's oh, talk man, about spices. spices. Yeah. So, uh, pumpkin spice, <laughs> pumpkin <laughs> spice. Uh, so nutmeg and cinnamon. <laughs> Yes. So, uh, you know, I think we talked about if you make a pumpkin beer and you just put pumpkin puree in it, it's not going to taste like a pumpkin beer because all pumpkin beers that have ever been released on the market. It's not basic. It's not basic enough at that point. You got to get it. Yeah, it has. It has some 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 of the, you know, pumpkin pie spice to it. Right. So what I what I did was um, this is my math. Twenty eight grams of pumpkin spice. And I and there's a company based out of. St. Paul or Minneapolis called Penzies. You could go to their website. They have great, great spices. Um, but you know, go to, go to your grocery store, buy yourself a, a can or a little jar of pumpkin spice. I use 28 grams. So about an ounce per barrel. And then on here, apparently I use two grams of allspice per barrel. So that would be like nothing for a five gallon batch. Um, that'd be like a pinch, but uh, I, I would always, I was always really, um, light on the spices with my pumpkin beer because i I find them to be too overwhelming. It's um like you want you want the you want like the hint of the mm-hmm. pumpkin there but so when I'm when I when I taste a pumpkin beer what I want it to be is I want it to be beer first, pumpkin beer second. Yeah. yeah. And the, and you know going back to that actually is is you know you can do anything with any beer and this has been said I think I heard Jamil Zainashev say this for the first time is if your base beer is crap it's not going to make a good pumpkin beer or right. Whatever, so you know, make sure your your base beer is good. But I I I wanted it to be where somebody would sip it and almost have to th- like have to think what am I what am I tasting? And then I would say pumpkin spice. Oh yeah yeah. So like get get on that 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 fine line of between they barely even recognize it's a thing in the beer. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, about about an ounce per barrel is what I used for spices. Okay, so yeah, bring that down. Like you're looking at a pinch. Yeah. Five, about five grams, yeah. Ish. But I mean, I don't. I do you think spicing's linear like that though? Mm, I think if I was if I was telling you how much spice to put in a fifteen barrel batch and convert it down to to a, to a five gallon, it might not be. But a barrel, which is thirty gallons versus, versus five, okay, is probably pretty probably close. pretty close. Um, and then when were you adding the spice? When there's one minute left in the boil. Okay. So super late because you want to maintain those flavors. Um, you probably wouldn't use coriander in a pumpkin beer, but I know that when you when I would do like a wit beer, if you add a spice like coriander too soon or you know I guess t- uh, too far away from the end of the boil, it starts to change the flavor and taste kind of hammy and. Yeah, weird. it goes. So, yeah, it, yeah. The heat yeah. will change it. Yeah, it changes it. So you know, just enough to kind of heat sterilize the the spices the spice. and get them in there. Mm-hmm. And you can always add more spice mm-hmm. by like making a tincture and like sure. adding that in. Yeah. So if, if you like, yeah, mm-hmm. so if you if you feel like you added too little and you taste it like towards the end of fermentation, you're like, I want more. Mm-hmm. Um, you can make like an alcohol tincture of spice and yeah. add that in. Yeah, and and the other thing, you know, kind of talking about spices and boiling boiling additives, uh, I would I would keep the hops minimal, just just enough of a bittering addition to kind of get that 
balance that you want yeah. with the hops, but you're not going to probably want to be. I mean, you could, I suppose. It's your beer, but right. you're not going to probably want to be adding a ton of. I guess I've never had a pumpkin spice IPA. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see, uh, with know. like some like big, like earthy hops and. Yeah. Like a earthier, like berry hops. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You know, some English hops or something. Like try to try to like find like a cranberry flavor in there. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, don't do that. Uh, I mean, well, or do it, yeah, and let us know how, how that yeah. how that works. Yeah, get that new IPA book and and maybe find some different ways to use your hops, right? And, and uh, use, add them. yeah, so, use some of those old cheesy hops and get those pineapple precursors and figure that out. Yeah, so I would say pumpkin, the pumpkin puree or the fresh pumpkin go would go into the mash. Yep, and then the spices stick stick those to the very very end of the boil mm-hmm. or do a tincture and add it to your fermenter. Yeah. Um, and then as, as I've been homebrewing and like adding spices to things, I've always found like the less is more mm-hmm. is a very important thing to remember with spices. Um, even like if you're talking about like adding fruits and well, fruits, depending on the fruit, um, but like peppers and stuff like I don't know if you've did you have the fiery hell from Surly? No, uh, it was there is their peppered peppered like hell lager. OK, Um and it was so damn spicy that you needed another beer to wash it down. It was it was bad. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, peppers are so um, unpredictable. And mm-hmm. I've I've been to different bars and restaurants where they'll have a pepper cocktail, like a jalapeno, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, my friend will have one, and, and it's drinkable, and mine is so spicy that it's like my lips are gonna fall off so um i wonder if it was just like they were kind of like oops yeah i i have no idea i mean like it tastes like it was so it was so hot to the point where you couldn't even taste the beer you were just tasting capsaicin mm-hmm. and then <laughs> you're just like oh no yeah hmm i had to drink it from a straw so it wouldn't like yeah anyway um but yeah uh yeah so so i so oh. the other thing about you know he he, he talked about using a grain father mm-hmm and I don't know enough about those systems. Is this is adding too many adjuncts to to one of those systems? Is that would that be detrimental or a problematic? I so I don't I don't know. Um, so it, yeah, it's it's uh, so those of you who don't know, it's a you know um, basically like a automated brew in the bag system where you have like the thing. I I would think it'd be like any other mash. Sure. Um, yeah, I, would I don't. Too. Yeah, I don't think it would be detrimental to add too much. Mm-hmm. Um, Adjuncts, but again, I haven't. I've brewed with it once so far because then my cooling and my kegerator died like yeah. that weekend, which Did was get that super fun. Out? I have to get a new kegerator because mm. it's cheaper than buying a new compressor. Yeah, yeah. So I just have to. Yeah, I'm hoping next weekend I'll have time yeah, that to was, drag uh, it out of here. I was complaining to Casey that I'd never tried any of his home brews, and he said, "Well, there's a cream ale on tap. Great." I went over there and poured it. It was. Like cellar, more than cellar temperature. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was foaming. Super and all disappointing. The and I just, yeah. <sighs> next time. Next or time. The time after, time. Or, or the whatever. time after. Or the time after. Actually, I have I have some homebrew on tap at a friend's house that I should go over and grab a growler of mm-hmm. before the show one of these yeah. days. Yeah. I brought some um, scaredy pie key lime sour from Hop and Barrel and some of our lemon breaker. So I, that's going to be. I a, love this scaredy pie. It's, it's so good. Yeah, it's very good. Yep. Um, That's a great beer. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So just to kind of recap where we're at and if we need to add anything to this conversation. Um, so pumpkin beer, uh, add your pumpkin into the mash. Um, maybe add some of the spice, but do some research on which ones can uphold to 
some longer boil temps. Yeah, and and you know decide what you're looking for. You know, I I I picked pumpkin spice because it's a it's a mixture of all sorts of things. Probably cinnamon. Oh, uh, you know. I want to give a quick shout out to the Penzies because you said that's the spice yeah. that you were using. Yeah. Uh, it's p e n z e y s dot com. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, a so great spice company. Um, and you know, but you could you could decide for yourself that you wanted to use you know make your own little pumpkin spice recipe, cinnamon, nutmeg. What else would be in there? Allspice, probably. Allspice, because yeah. that's in everything now. Yeah. So um, decide what spice profile that you're looking for as far as that pumpkin beer goes. Um, I think one year I did use, instead of allspice, I used cinnamon just for the fun of it. Um, I, I ended up feeling like the allspice was a little bit better because the cinnamon sort of was like, whoa, yeah, there we go. There's some cinnamon There's a little in there. heat yeah. with yeah. the cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Have you, so have you used any other, like, so, like, I guess, like, gourds or weird things in your mash besides pumpkin? Um, wild rice. Oh, really? Yeah. There was another beer I did at, at the, my previous brewery was a a wild rice brown ale, and I re- would release that right around Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, I remember that beer. Mm-hmm. Um, that did that started stick out as the a, mash hard, or? It wasn't too bad, no. Um, I would pre-boil the wild rice the night before so it would you know because that wild rice that the husk or whatever is just so thick and Mm -hmm. i didn't feel like it was gonna have much effect even if i put it through a mill so i would i would you know let it boil till it popped and then throw it in the mash the next day oh cool um i don't remember the ratio but it gave a really interesting like nutty um almost blueberry-ish sort of character to the beer oh wow Mm mm-hmm that's very interesting. But otherwise, no. Okay. Um, all right. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, that's that's your mash. Then, uh, if you're adding spices, right at the end, like right at mm-hmm. flame out, yep. a minute left, you want it to sanitize, but you don't want it to boil yeah. um, those flavors away or change those flavors with, uh, with the boiling. Um, I think we've answered your question. I don't know. Uh, percentages, uh, we, we touched on that. Um between 10 and 20 percent is kind of where you want to where you want to be mm-hmm. um anything over that and you're getting in like it'll work yeah but just be be wary of stuck mashes yeah and i like the idea of of having a adjunct heavy pumpkin beer because mm-hmm. it's just that that heaviness that heavy body just seems to feel like it would work really well for that that yeah. style that you're well, I mean, just do your white stout with pumpkin. And there you go. <laughs> that, would be, that would be delicious, actually. It would be very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I mean, Starbucks might get mad because you're going to beat out their yeah. their pumpkin spice lattes with yeah. it. But <laughs> well, you know, it's two different, two different things. Uh, yeah. Uh, anything else you want to add on spicing or adjuncts? I don't think so. All right. Cool. I think that I think that's it. Yeah. Good episode, guys. That's it? Yeah. That's a half anything, hour. You don't have anything else you want to talk about? I mean, we can talk about other things. You want to talk about no, something else? I don't. Oh, okay. Then why'd you ask? I don't know. Just wondering. <laughs> I just feel like we got started. We just got started. I know. Well, usually we have another episode to do right after yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it was Father's Day today, and so all my time went away. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So, and then we've got to go to the, the new brewery, so. Right. You know. we, got, we got things to do. Mm-hmm. We got people to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I have outro music here. Here Somewhere. we go. Found it. Slowly getting used used to being back in studio back again. It's been weird. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week. 
Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was uh, helpful for uh, for you and Brandon, I hope we answered all of your questions. Um, and again, if you guys uh, have any questions or comments or show ideas, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnerstudios.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnerstudios. You can also follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And we'll see you guys next week. Take care.